0: Okay, today's topic is the future of data and in particular the increasingly important role of real-time data. And to help me untangle this topic, I'm joined today by Thomas Bean, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Datastacks. Welcome, Thomas.
1: Thanks, Bernard. Thanks for having us.
0: Where are you joining us from today?
1: I am in Santa Clara.
0: Very good. So maybe you can give our listeners and viewers a brief overview of yourself. How did you end up becoming the Chief Marketing Officer at DataStax and maybe a brief intro about the company?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I'll start briefly by myself. Uh, I've always been uh, fascinated by data and technology and what can be achieved when you combine these, uh, these elements, uh, these elements well. So I started in a, in a company called Tipco where I had different roles, ended up being a CMO there for, for uh, five years. So I could work directly with customers on creating applications with already real-time data. Then I had uh, spent two years in a data protection company called Druva. So another aspect of data and super excited to have joined data stacks uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, to work again on the transformative power of data, which we'll talk about. So, data stacks, uh, we like to refer to ourselves as the real-time data company, it's the focus we have. We help our customers unlock uh, the data that matters, the data that really fuels the applications uh, that uh, customers are are building. Uh, We do this with an open stack for real-time data, which combines a NoSQL database based on Apache Cassandra and streaming capabilities based on Apache Pulsar, all provided as a cloud service, available on any cloud. And what enterprises and developers do with this stack is they just—it's the foundation for them to build quickly applications, oper- operate them easily, and scale them uh, to the volume uh, that they deserve uh, with a, with a low, with a lower TCO and and ease of operation and we serve applications and organizations of all sizes from one-man startup to uh, global fortune 100 uh, types of, uh, of companies
0: very good so let's dive into the topic you're well positioned then to talk about real-time data and real-time data has been around for many years so why is it such a hot topic right now
1: Yes, I I have to admit I'm old enough to have done a lot of real-time data. Uh, But if you go back 20 years ago, real-time data was uh, really confined to certain use cases and certain verticals. We were talking about trading floors. We were talking about telco networks. We were talking about airline operations. What has changed is the technology has evolved drastically. Everything, everybody is connected, generating, consuming uh real-time data uh the way also applications are built are completely uh changed so the technology uh now is way more mature to seize the opportunity of real-time data and there's way more data available but beyond the technology aspect the reality is that this real-time aspect this instant access to data and services is something we as consumers expect. We want to be able to, before we drive, order a coffee, go to the coffee shop, and then take a, take delivery. And it's ready, and it's warm. We want to be proposed as we are looking for trips on the internet, offers in the instant of the best trips uh, to, uh, that correspond to our taste. We don't want to receive an email three days after. These are the things we see. There are a lot of things we don't see. We want to have the confidence that the digital services we use are protecting us from cyber attacks and, and frauds. So all of these are part of the expectations we have. And it becomes stable stakes in terms of the services you provide for organizations. But it's also a massive opportunity to do more and, uh, and innovate. And the last point is the, re- the connection with actually business value for the organization is real. Uh, we have uh, had the second edition of a survey that we run now yearly called the State of Data Race, where we ask IT stakeholders, about 500 of them, Uh, What are they seeing with data? What's holding them back? Uh, What are the opportunities? And they self-qualify in terms of uh, digital maturity. And out of all the leaders and the mature, uh, digitally mature uh, organization, 71% of them uh, told us that they could directly correlate their use of real-time data to revenue. So there is really an impact on, uh, on the business. It's not just Customers are expecting it, and there is a real business opportunity. So that's why, uh, from the technology angle, from also customers, we hear about real-time data all the time.
0: Very but good.
1: I, I, I Actually, this is the perspective we have from our discussions. I wanted to actually revert the question back to you. You're talking to data leaders all the time. Um, what is your perspective? What are you seeing?
0: Yeah, and I completely agree with you. I see that we are moving into a digital-first world where data is becoming such an important business asset for everyone. And we're moving into a world that is increasingly automated with intelligent robots, self-driving cars, smart cities. So this whole drive to having more personalized services to have some of the things you, you've talked about. So real-time data today goes beyond some of the traditional use cases of security and fraud protection. Is On the consumer side, companies like Google are talking about micro moments, that we have these tiny little opportunities to detect what customers want at a certain point in time. And this is becoming increasingly important if someone is Googling travel insurance when they're at the airport do you have a few seconds to give them the right link and provide the right opportunities and for me this this whole you talked about this increasingly connected world this is something i'm seeing too especially around the internet of things that we now have 5g soon 6g Everything is connected and we wouldn't be able to have self-driving cars without the edge computing capabilities and the real-time data. So I completely agree. The use cases have changed. The technology has changed and is such an important topic for pretty much any organization nowadays. What are some of the key use cases then that you see when you look at real-time data? If someone says, why does it matter? Where do you see it really making a difference today?
1: The first uh, type of use cases that comes to mind is really this notion of customer experience. Um, And it's interesting because we may, in a discussion, pronounce words that we've used again for 20 years, like customer 360. But the reality is now, if you look at the most uh, immersing digital experience, and I'm thinking about gaming as an example, You need to have this real-time aspect. You need to know exactly what the gamer is doing. And this is a very good example of how real-time data is critical. The game is an application, but uh, some of our customers are in that domain and really maintain that gamer profile. Uh, We actually have customers that run competition, online gaming competitions, and have to have this uh, real-time profile. We actually see a parallel to uh, another uh, domain, which is SaaS applications. Uh, we have SaaS uh, vendors leveraging, uh, working with us, partnering with us to make sure that they have this understanding of what customers are doing, so that they smooth the experience. The billing is always up to date, and they are also proposing and making the user experience much, uh, much better. So, a lot e-commerce is also an obvious one. Um, we're fortunate to be working with companies like PriceLine, who are taking a lesson out of. Uh, even what the streaming companies like Netflix are doing with technologies like Apache Cassandra and applying, looking at massive amounts of data, taking your profile, doing machine learning and proposing you what you should see, what you want to see. That's the kind of experience we expect. And Mm -hmm. that's what they are, uh, that's what they're building. The second type of use cases is very operational in nature. Uh, You mentioned IoT. We do see a lot of, finally, IoT is uh, thanks to connectivity indeed, but also thanks to the ability of making the data uh, active anywhere. Uh, We have the ability to be much more intelligent. And we're working with our customers are helping their customers improve their energy consumption, improve their um, environmental impact, by having the ability to track what's happening in the wells, on the ships. And what's very fascinating about these business uh, models is that they're iterative. You start with initial data. You give a certain perspective, which may be more on the environment. And then, hey, you can help me with my operations. And then the final one is running some of these digital processes. Um, We mentioned fraud detection. We mentioned uh, also cyber uh, protection these are things that happen by definition in real time you have a very short window of opportunity to prevent a to prevent a disaster so running having the um, being able to act on this situation having the right information in context is is quite uh, is quite important
0: very good. Earlier, you mentioned that lots of the people that responded to your survey see a direct tie between the use of real time data and revenue growth. So why aren't more businesses tapping into this real time data world? And what do you see as some of the key hurdles at stopping organizations?
1: That's that's an excellent segue, because it's actually a question we ask them, which is, what gets in your way? Uh, in, in terms of how you use data, but especially real-time data, and there are three things that came back. The first one shouldn't be a surprise, and I guess it's contextual, is complexity. Data is here. Every organization has access to tons of real-time data. But very often, it's in various uh, data lakes and various technologies, so having the ability to Aggregate this data and operate at the level where you can really have it uh, support customer-facing applications is a, is a challenge. The second obstacle they talk about is cost. Um, it's really making sure that you can uh, grow these applications uh, efficiently uh, and get enough data so that you become smarter in your experience. Uh, that's also a challenge. That's why. In both cases, finding the right architecture is critical. The cloud offers tons of options, and the way we build applications uh, with uh, architectures like serverless architectures is quite interesting. But it needs to apply to the uh, to the data. But the final one and the number one, actually, that is I said, is I would call it accessibility. But it's also finding the skills and retaining the skills who can really build the applications on this uh, on this data. And this is why. Uh, we work a lot with customers on making sure that not only do we aggregate and expose this data, but we expose a developer surface that is standard, that is providing what developers uh, are expecting, so that they can quickly build applications. They should focus on the application, not the data. Uh, so, trying to make it as efficient and smooth as uh, as possible. So, but the, to 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 recap, main obstacles are complexity, cost, and this notion of accessibility and, and access to skills as well.
0: Interesting. So how can we start addressing some of those barriers and remove them? And you mentioned that you work with lots of different customers. How are you working with them and helping them with their real-time data challenges?
1: So, before I get there, I wanna say we're quite fortunate because being also important contributors to open source technologies, such as Apache Cassandra and Apache Pulsar, we get also to work very closely with uh, some of the massive service we all use, uh, Netflix was built on, uh, on Apache Cassandra, uh, you have uh, eBay and other services have been built. So we've seen the patterns uh, that have been proven by these leaders who have very different resources than obviously most of the of the company we, we deal with. but they've actually the patterns to make it work at incredible volumes with low latency and, and really, uh, Seeing the value of this real time data exists. So, the way we work with our customers is packaging these patterns, the right technology components, and then making it easy. And there are two contexts, uh, I would say. Uh, the first one is we have enterprises that come with a lot of baggage, uh, and they have a data, a data landscape that is quite complex. Uh, Verizon comes to mind. On one end, they had data portals, data lakes, data everywhere, but in 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 a fragmented fashion, and what it did was really make make sure that internally they could gather the right data, such as customer data, in one place and expose it for applications, and this and then they can build easily way more application, get this data closer to the customer experience. I, I like the sentence from the people of infrastructure who said to us, "Real time data is air," but the work they did, and we we help with them, is really find this architecture that can scale and make sure they don't suffocate and and let the uh, the applications breathe. So really working on finding the right stack so that they can build applications and solving that complexity. But on the other end of the spectrum, we also work with organizations who don't have any baggage. They start. But for them, it's more about how can we grow without constraints, uh, not having to change the architecture. So it's all about They're risking that journey, making sure that they make the right technology choices, use the right components, empower their developers, keep operations uh, simple. And it's in that context that we're working with some of the IoT startups that I was mentioning, Alpha, Ori, Well Aware, or that we work with uh, companies like Barracuda, who is uh, protecting his 400,000 customers and uses our cloud service to make sure that information about which elements could be uh malicious or not they need an instant decision so that's the they wanted to build this uh, this architecture uh and grow it quickly uh, these are also the kind of startups that we uh, that we work uh, that we work with so uh it's all about on one end providing the right architecture and then finding a journey to get to this uh, to this uh, architecture so they can focus on the use cases and the applications they will build
0: That's that's very good. So what do you think the future holds for real-time data?
1: I think we're really at the beginning of the journey. That's really extremely interesting. This is why we're very focused on making sure that whether it's a new project or even a new business that starts, uh, we help actually developers and enterprise develop quickly. We can shorten that time to market, operate easily uh, in terms of um, so that and especially with the cloud so that they can reduce their risk and, uh, and really get them to the level of skill uh, with a low TCO, because the goal here is really to open the door to more use cases. What's very interesting is uh, coming back to the state of the data race, when we look at the use cases that even the leaders are saying they do, a lot of them are internal. So they are really already seeing a business value and business impact on revenue, but uh, with actually a small set of use cases. And what we see some startups do is that they iterate on the data, they find the new services in the data, they connect to the new data sources. So leadership and winning is really about going through these cycles quickly. Um, we see some companies who start providing real-time applications have then aggregating up data so that, thanks to uh, machine learning as an example, they have another perspective, they can create another service, which allows them to add more, uh, more data. So there's a, a virtual cycle here. Uh, which is quite interesting. So I'm sure that we'll be standing in one or two years from now. We'll have the same discussions, but these cases we'll we'll talk about are going to be very different. You mentioned indeed autonomous cars, and uh, it's scary to think of these not being real time. <laughs> you don't want a decision that comes too late for these uh, for these use cases. But we're just at the beginning. I think organizations are understanding it needs to be part of their strategy, and they will address the obvious use cases. But it's going to be very interesting to see the innovation comes. The tech is here. People start to know how to build these application. The patterns exist. So uh, it's uh, off to the races uh, for, uh, for innovation.
0: And this is exactly what I'm seeing, too, that the opportunities are there today and organizations have to start using real-time data for all the reasons we've talked about. But this will also accelerate into the future, I believe, where we will have tools like augmented analytics, for example. So one of the challenges is if I have lots of real-time data in my organization, it still takes a bit of time to analyze this data, extract insights, especially if you want to use it to inform decision-making. I think in the future we will use tools like machine learning and AI to extract insights from real-time data as it is streaming in to highlight things that we might need to be aware of. And I think the... Continuous explosion of smart devices and the increasing sophistication of edge computing again gives us this amazing opportunity to connect the real world to the digital world using things like digital twins. And I think it also real time data has real implications when it comes to the metaverse, another big trend that I'm watching very closely at the moment where we have these real time rendered, real time generated, personalized worlds. And there will be so much real time data that will be necessary. You mentioned gaming. This would be gaming on steroids, I believe
1: totally agree and i think the uh this intelligence that's going to be continuously created will feed back into the application so we'll, we'll see a emerging of it and yeah quite excited about the future we see a lot of um web3 kind of application and metaverse a lot of startup coming to us because they need to build infrastructure on which they can innovate so totally see the same thing as as you do
0: very but, good if you look into the future then what are your hopes and predictions for the future
1: so the, the hopes and predictions is that we keep on democratizing uh real-time data um in terms of because it's gonna unlock crazy innovations the types of which we will <laughs> we will uh, look back and think okay we wish we had thought about this um and and i think it's now key to unlock this real-time data put it into the hands of developers but i think it's it's really from that um that aspect i think the world of data science and 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 developers are not going to merge, but the, the lines are going to be more blurry because they're going to work together. What used to be very distinct uh, professions and domains are going to work together so that they all work together on the outcome. And these are these applications that we just uh, that we just mentioned. And I think um, real time data is going to be one of the elements that's going to unlock a change, rap- more rapid changes. In the uh, I was I was about to say in the market, but that's not even the point. In in the services that we use, we work with major retail companies that you would think as a bit being uh, a bit legacy, but who are doing crazy things in terms of the services. Uh, so there will be once again new leaders emerging. Uh, some of them digital, but some some companies are going to be able to reinvent themselves because they are sitting on tons of. Uh, tons of assets which is this uh, this data so it's it's going to it opens a new field for uh, for competition so that's why it's critical to act now get ready uh, empower developers uh, get ready but i think in terms of use cases the um, technology is here technology is going to keep on evolving the cloud has created a motion where it's going to keep on getting more cost efficient and more performance so that is taken out of the equation it will come so now it's off to to real the uh, really the, uh, the innovation. So the way we shop, the way we consume, uh, is going to also keep on on evolving drastically, and it all happens in real time.
0: Very good. Thank you so much, Thomas, for your time today, and for sharing so many really insightful topics ideas and predictions so thank you very much for your time today and anyone who ever wants to re-listen to this conversation head to my youtube channel where you can watch this and hundreds of other similarly engaging conversations or you can listen to my podcast thank you very much